everybody, how are you? On another episode of Huga Beauty Podcast, I am here with Marcy and Nancy of Belviso Lash Studio, as well as my mama. And we're going to be talking to you guys today about the challenges of owning multiple lash studios during a pandemic and how we survived that. Um, so guys, hi. Hi, hi. Hi, Lulu. <laughs> hi. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Nancy, so people know your voice. Nancy. Sorry. Oh, hi, everyone. Um, I'm Nancy. Um, work at Belviso Lash Studio. Been there for two, a little over two years. Um, been in the industry. Yes, I've been in the industry um, for a, quite a while, 30 plus years. I do help manage Belviso Lash Studio. Um, yeah. Awesome. Cool. And then we have the owner herself, Marcy. <laughs> how are you, hun? Good. How are you? Good. So how long have you had Belviso? Uh, so we have been open for a little over two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, at our current new location, uh, it will be a year in June. A year in June. Okay, so you, you started it right at the beginning of the pandemic. Well, right, a little bit after the pandemic and everything. Yes, we're gonna talk we more were about going that. through renovation, yeah. Okay, that's challenging. So we're going to talk about that here. And then we have, obviously, you guys know my mom, Marisol. She's finally joining me on another podcast. She doesn't usually get to do this since she's so busy. Hi, guys. I'm Marisol. <laughs> um, some people call me, some of my girls call me Mama Sol. And then we have three studios, mm-hmm. and then we're trying to manage this. Um, yeah, we've been in business for about seven years here in Tucson. Actually, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but uh, doing lashes maybe started nine years ago. But um, when I moved to Tucson, we started with one location, then two, then three. Um, well, you were originally in a solo salon studio. Yeah. So I started, yeah, myself using one little studio, and then, and then it went from there. Cool. Awesome. And then obviously you guys know me. I'm Lulu. And um, I actually uh, used to do lashes in 2010 for a little while and then um, stopped doing that, went back to school. And when I moved to uh, Arizona is in like in 2014 or so is when I um, started helping my mom uh, with her studios and expanding those because at that time she she had two and then she wanted to make that third up in Phoenix where I was at. And so I helped her kind of do that and I've ever since then I've just been in the in the lash industry doing all the behind the stuff for her studios and all that stuff so we have uh we're gonna have a fun time today talking about kind of like multiple studios uh we're gonna talk about a lot about everything a little bit about a lot of stuff okay so it's gonna be really really cool um Marcy I wanted to talk to you really quick because I know you were saying earlier that you had your you had your first studio and then you were going to a second studio or you're trying to move everything. So you had two leases at the same time and then the pandemic hit. Tell us, tell us about that one. Yes. So um, I had been working from home um, from 2016 to 2018. Uh, September of 2018, I opened up a small studio. Um, initially, it was just something that I wanted to do by myself with just a little bit of backup. Um, we were there for about a year. I grew it up to about eight girls. Um, wow. Yeah, everybody was part-time, so we had the first four on, okay. on half of the day and then the other four on the other half. Uh, we had a lot of demand and requests for skincare, mm-hmm. uh, which is my ultimate goal to own um, a full-service spa. Yeah. Um, so we did uh, lease up a bigger location, completely gutted it. It was a chiropractic office, mm-hmm. uh, so we... We're going. We were hoping for 2019 April to open it up, close up the little one, um, and the pandemic happened. So we can't back out of a lease. Uh, so that was 
definitely a challenge. Uh, we did lose four out of our eight girls. Um, that alone was scary, considering we're getting ready to take up a bigger lease. Um, so you, you had two leases at the same time. Um, yes. During that time, what happened for? So what did the your your landlord lords do for you guys to accommodate you during the beginning of COVID? Um, to be honest, they were they offered a lot of accommodation. You know, um, extensions if we needed it. Luckily. Um, we could have closed down the little one and moved forward with the big one in April, but in March, um, we decided to slow down renovations, keep the lease, but slow down renovations, which is where most of the money is spent. Mm -hmm. uh, we continue to lash at the little location, so we kept that open, we kept that lease, extended it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, no, I didn't ask for extensions, I didn't ask for funding. I didn't you take didn't get advantage the of the PPP. Or, yeah, that's what it was. I didn't, um, and to tell you the truth, the reason why I feel that Bellevue Solash Studio was a success even through the pandemic mm -hmm. and being able to hold on to both studios, one while, the little one while we worked there and the other one while we renovated, was truthfully because um, in my personal life, I'm huge with finance. It's my background with school, um, accounting, I'm a huge budgeter in my personal life, and that's a big trait that I brought into business. So Bellevue Solash Studio can confidently, confidently say that we were prepared for a pandemic or for a hardship like this. Nice. But not necessarily a pandemic. You know, we expected economically challenges. Um, so we didn't take a huge hit. We lost the girls, yes. Uh, we have two leases. Mm -hmm. But because of budgeting, um, I feel like we were able to thrive to it and not okay. be able to um, that is so good. borrow money. Um, another thing that helps that a lot of people may not know that my girls are W-2 employees. Okay. They are commission-based. Um, I'm very grateful now that I did transition them to that from being 1099 because they were all able to apply for unemployment okay. so it was able to keep them on a float and I didn't have yeah. to worry about them that much yeah and that's um, something that not a lot of uh, studios do yeah and there's challenges behind it you know it is it is a huge expense but there's perks yeah. And that was probably There's one pros and cons perk. to both Absolutely. of them, right? There's For W2 and 1099. So it just depends on what kind of like where you want to do it as a, as a business owner. Yes. So I feel awesome. like I wasn't, I didn't have to worry about them financially. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course, Arizona wasn't shut down that long for yeah. the beauty oh, industry yeah. so that's true and how did you handle it ma for for lashes del sol with all three studios for well that? so when they decided that they were they were going to close us and uh, they told us okay you guys going to be closed um under further notice i went like holy shit three studios three rents what am i going to do so i go home i talk to my husband and he said we're okay when my husband said we're okay, I said, okay, I'm not going to worry about it. he's the finance. He's the he's, finance he's guru behind Lashes The also. finance guy. So I was like, okay, great. Um, so the whole time we did lose about three or four girls too. And they, yeah. some of them were afraid, you know, to come back. So they decided to stay home. But uh, we gained some good girls too. How, and how many do you have at each location? Right now we have uh, seven girls in Oracle, seven in Broadway, and four in Awatuki. Okay. But um, we lost um, some of the girls were having babies too. They had to go have maternity leave. But I I saw during this month and a half that we were close, I got to do something. 
So I did have fun. We did a lot of renovation, a lot of painting. I did a lot of you shopping. Had a, you had a lot it's, of, obviously, I know you kind of did the whole, what Marcy did, you had like a, a good... Um, you were prepared, right? Yeah. You had a, we, a good we, little savings and everything yeah. to help you guys and, and cushion you guys for yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't know the pandemic. Like you said, it was going to hit. But we did have some money. in. So, And most of our landlords, uh, two of them, they were great. Without they say, you know what, this month you don't have to pay, but next month you will. So, And then one of them, they couldn't give us the, you know, the free rent. But we, at the end, we had to compensate for the time that we were not paying. But that was okay. We still were able to make it. I mean, I was um, uh, okay. We did a lot of cleaning, renovation. You know, it was hard to answer the phone, and the clients were desperate to come. They wanted you to I do know, their lashes. Were, we, did you guys get those phone calls too, where your clients would call you and be like, "I'm gonna come in. I mean, just I'll pay anything yeah. if you just do my lashes." Did you get yes. those ones? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh just oh, just come to my house. Can you just come? Can no, you come to well, my house? I will have to bring <laughs> lamp and all this. You just bring, put everything in the car. Just come to my house. I pay you double. Uh, yeah. No. We're like no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it, it was challenging. But yeah. you know, at the end, we we did okay. We we came. You know, right now we are so so busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we ever been before so we yeah i think it's because right now everyone's like at least here in arizona i don't know how many of the states there's other states that aren't as opened as we are um and so i know that because of our economy and how it's uh, opened up like they just uh, governor Ducey just uh, lowered the mask mandate here in arizona so um you know obviously we're able to strive or succeed a little bit and all the studios are doing relatively good right um, everyone wants to go back and go have fun and go to beauty, you know, spas yeah. and things like that and, and enjoy themselves. Um, so I kind of want to ask you guys uh, kind of the, the next level question for a lot of people who are thinking about uh, expanding their current studio um, into having a second one, right? Um, so how do you know uh, you want to take your business to the next level and have that second studio? Uh, for me personally, I do have the one studio. I know a lot of uh, our conversations is based on two. I no longer, I don't have two. I never really had two. I just went through two leases, of course. Um, but I, we are in a, in a position now where we are ready to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally that you're ready when you're just, it's hard to get in now. It's, it really is hard to get booked up with our girls Oh, you hire, oh, for clients to get in. Yes. Okay. Um, and of course, financially, I always feel that you should never open up a studio unless you can cash flow it. I'm all sure. about people continuing their education and growing and cash flowing it. Um, never with any debt. I feel it is the key to success. I, I'm a Dave Ramsey huge supporter and yeah. uh, financial follower. Um, and I just feel like it, it's just... You know you're ready for number two, but you could tell me you have three. Um, when when you are at max capacity at that point, I mean, you're pretty booked up. Yes, we do have two chairs available, but um, it's busy enough to get moving to a second location. To get moving. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. For me, it was when you are turning people down. When people is calling and you don't have enough um, girls to take care of them. Or when um, also you get call from a client saying, you know, you're so far away, can you do it over here? You know, there's people here that will use the services. Can you open back here? You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, um, like when I opened Broadway, it was like far enough, like it takes about 40 minutes 
240 minutes from Oracle to Broadway driving. So I knew, yeah, we need to have something back there. So just uh, a context so people can visually see it. Or yeah. uh, one of her locations, her first location is in Oracle Road, which is kind of like north Tucson. Mm -hmm. And then Broadway location is a little bit like southeast Tucson, relatively about 35 to 40 minute drive yeah. uh, away from each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Awatuki, you know, is five, one hour Awatuki and 15 is in minutes Phoenix. from. Yeah, but the, th the thing is, not only you have to have the, the demand for the services, but you have to have the girls. So if you have a couple, three, four girls that you know that are with you and they're going to be taking care of that salon, then go for it. I will say, you know, yeah. good you know, established, yeah, good established artists. artists that are going to be, you know. You did have some challenges with Broadway, though, when you first opened. You had four girls, and it was relatively slow there for yeah, a while. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah, like everything. And even Awatuki at the beginning is going to be slow, but, you know, like I tell all my girls, you have to, as, you don't, you, as long as you're there and people's calling, you're taking the client and you're rebooking, you'll be busy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's all about you it's doing about, it. It's not just about that. I think for me as a customer service and management, I feel as though a lot of it has to do with the girls' customer service skills. Uh, I've yeah. seen this time and time again, and it's just really, I've done, tried to do trainings on it before, and it's just really hard because it's, um, some girls just can't hack the customer service portion of being a service provider. And yeah, they love doing hair, they love doing makeup, they love doing lashes or brows or whatever it is they want to do. They love being the artsy of it, but can they hack the bringing in, like making their client feel like they are like on top of the world and you're there and, and you're going to give them spot on beautiful service as well as, you know, the everything about it, right? Yeah. And that's what I've noticed for me anyway, where girls finally realize whether they want to do it forever or... They just kind of, it's a, it's a short-term thing. And that's, for me, I mean, we're going to talk about this with, with turnover. Like, you guys, what is it that happens for your business? How much turnover do you get or do you see on a monthly or annual basis with your girls? Uh, with me, I, I, when I first started, I obviously, it's why I have Nancy for management. I... As a business owner, uh, I am not good at the managing part of it. It is truly my weakness, so I need a right hand for that. I trust her with who she hires. I love that she's huge on hiring personalities because she says I can't teach them personality, but I can teach them experience and technique. Mm -hmm. And so personality is a big thing that we go for in interviews um, because, like you said, it, it is a, a break. You know, people will leave us and go to Del Sol or go to somewhere else if they don't like us. It's easy to replace someone with no connection and no personality because technique is everywhere and it can be built and gained and there's someone closer to their home. Um, yeah. But that's where Nancy comes into place with like turnover and stuff. I've personally made um, bad business decisions in hiring, um, great girls, beautiful personalities, great people, um, but they, they just weren't a fit for the team. Right. And so... Um, you know, they, they yeah. were, it was a turnover yeah. and I feel now finally confident with, um, the dynamic of yeah. girls that we have. And now we know exactly 
what we're looking for to fit into your mold. The, the group and yeah. the team and it's 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 really 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 important but um no we don't have really huge turnover i probably think i think we've had two turnovers in two years oh, no. um wow. so it's not a lot oh my gosh um but again it is only one salon i wish i can say i've never had a turnover but <laughs> it, yes we've had two turnovers um and great girls but just not for the team for the team and that's kind of what you see nancy Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's hard when you have a lot of different uh, personalities mm-hmm. in the same room, and everybody has different ideas. But even though we we try to make everything work, um, there's still rules that need to be followed. And mm-hmm. you know, customer service, of course, like you said, is the main thing. And if that is not there, it definitely is hard. And yeah. you don't want a client to feel unwelcome so we yeah. definitely push customer service yeah for sure customer service you guys push sales too we do now only because we have the spa on the other side so okay. it's like half skincare half lashes okay. still overall the lash studio is what we're known for is what we're we thrive in um but yes we obviously uh push the sales we okay. The, the lash uh, aftercare is really important, so yeah. we definitely, um, but there is no, like, um, target or anything like that. Okay. We That's just cool. encourage it for clients because they need it, right. and um, they're helping us help them, really. Nice. So, Okay, cool. And what do you see, Ma, in your, in your studios? Because I know with three studios, um, there can be quite a bit of turnover, um, yeah. especially... I mean, you kind of were touching upon this earlier. Yeah, well, one of the the main reasons I think we have to know is because a lot of girls, they come and they learn and they think, um, you know, oh, it's going to be uh, great. I'm going to make a lot of money and I'm going to, but they, some of them are not willing to go the extra mile and learn more. They just want to stay there. And then, yeah. and I and I think that, and sometimes you know, I don't see the bad side on people, so I hire them and I'm trying to help. You try to train them, you know, and but you cannot make somebody be like you. So when you when you have it, you have it. So there are girls that are go getters. They they going for the hundred and ten percent customer services. They're going. They're willing to do more better lashes than others. Others are like they just come. It's a job for them. Yeah, they just come as uh, a job. And they they realize I don't even have to tell them the clients will tell them how if they don't rebooking with you you're doing something wrong so yeah. they know hey i need to step up because that girl next to me is getting all the clients she's talking to the clients she's communicating she's educating the client yeah. so some of them have left you know no bad blood that's fine uh, because there's sometimes always there's bad blood <laughs> <laughs> sometimes um, but you can tell your stories yeah but you know what at the same time we are a huge family i don't hold yeah. grudges i uh, i have even communicated with girls that we ended in bad turn before we're still communicating which is great yeah i, I don't life is too short to yeah. or grudges but um, at the end of the day there's always going to be people wanting to do lashes so it's going to be girls wanting to do the service and so I'm always getting girls can I work with you can I do this so, and sometimes I'm not to worry about it I feel sad when they just you invest and then you train and you teach them and then they just leave and it's like what have I done yeah. you know we've you, had that you, happen and like you said like it's it's about personality like, I like the way you guys um, have kind of come down with a, like a, a system of how to f- 
hire based on personality um, versus just I need a I need someone just to take the seat and just to but, fill. But also, the seat. you know, COVID was an off year, so a lot of people went yes. and came. Actually, and it has you know had to do with the disease with COVID and people you know they they needed to go they needed to. Well, for our Awatuki, our Phoenix location, we have four girls and we've had a consistent four girls for the last Aesthetic. two and a half years. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. had none. They haven't quit nothing. Like they've all been there. They've been so that location has been holding true. The girls love it and they're great. And some of them are part time and some of them are full. Um, and then we've noticed this past year, yeah, some girls had to had to leave for other purposes. But yeah, um, it's been kind of crazy. So definitely, if you're considering hiring more locations or, or sorry, hiring more girls and doing mul- multiple locations, take into consideration your hiring hiring process and really find out what's a good fit for you yeah. to try to minimize that. Um, that turnover rate because it, it can get pretty high sometimes, especially if you're. I mean, not don't not, don't take this the wrong way, but if you're going to be careless about it, then yeah, you're going to yeah. have a, a hard time. I also think you need to remember that uh, there will be turnover. It oh, will yeah. happen, oh, and yeah. you. I like that you said no blood, bad blood. I mean, artists are going to grow. Their time will come. They got to go. And but to me at Belviso Lash Studio, I require and expect for them to be the best they can be while they're with me mm-hmm. because when they leave I want to be thankful and grateful for what they did for the business and the profit they brought to me yeah. so thank you for doing your job and then off to your next spot if you have to go um so definitely as long as you know there's going to be turnover it's okay yeah. it's okay yeah. if they brought you profit if they didn't bring profit you made a mistake and it's not theirs and they got to go yeah, yeah it's sure. going to be challenges but you know what um one of the things that I, like people say, what, what are you doing? And I say, you know what? There's only one thing that I know. I love doing lashes. I love to be behind the chairs. If, and if I can share my knowledge, that's fine. I mean, I, well, I can do it, I'll do it. Um, and everybody that across my path and comes into my life, they should be grateful they got me because someday I'm gonna, someday I'm gonna say, someday I'm gonna say that's it, and I'm gonna be gone. So oh, you know, but in the meantime, hey girls, if you're gonna come and be around me and learn, take advantage of me because right. no, it lasts forever. But that's it. <laughs> you're funny. So I want to kind of we're gonna spill some tea over here really quick. Um, what is the craziest story you've dealt with when it comes to a prior lash artist? Have you guys had well, any? Yeah, with the, like what? Uh, employee? Gonna, yeah, an employee. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do drama stories? today. Uh, yeah, I think I'll share mine. Like, I, I kind of want to share this because I want people to get a perspective of what they're gonna handle. Because yes, everything is great. Like it's you know, roses and whatever, and it's great. But then I kind of want people to understand that there isn't, there can be an ugly side and it, you can come out of it well. There's a lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. So what's yours? Um, it was it was actually really hard. I, I, I could, I still talk to every single girl who worked for me and um, some of them great friends still. Mm-hmm. And I, that's kind of how I kept it, you know, just... It's probably a weakness of mine because I Nancy looks at me and she's looking at me right now like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, I want to be able to see you again and say mm-hmm. hi to you. And if you have something that you open, I want to go and support mm-hmm. you and help you if you need my help. Um, I teach the girls a lot of finance and I'm not even, you know, I'm like their financial advisor sometimes. And I'm, awesome. I'm happy to say, you know, like a lot, all the girls that work at the studio, debt free, they just, they're, I just want them to be the best version, better than me. Right. And so I did have a girl who 
um, I found out I don't I'm not I don't not on Twitter I don't tweet it's just not my thing but I did find out that she was saying things about me on Twitter and it was a wow. lot of you know um, we were nominated for best last studio in Tucson yeah and, I remember that um, we had reached out to everybody that's been a part of Belviso, customers, everybody to vote for us. And she went on there and said, uh, my boss wants me to vote. Can you believe it? Like just my ex-boss or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then got into politics, you know. I don't mm -hmm. know how she knew my political preference. Um, but wow. she called me out on that, which um, I, I didn't appreciate that. Tell you mm -hmm. the truth, I did. Um, cry to my husband because I at the time it was such a horrible time for politics you know we all went through that and for my business I was scared for it because I don't want no one knowing my political view I'm a business owner and right. um, businesses were getting shattered down and stuff and I'm just like I cannot believe like my privacy is being thrown out there and yeah. um, I don't know where her anger towards me came but it was unexpected because so I loved her. Like, you guys didn't like part on bad terms or anything. No. It's just, oh my gosh. There was nothing. And for someone to feel the way they <laughs> felt about me, it was shocking to the remaining other girls and everybody else because they were like, what the heck, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe she would say that about you. But she has her reasons. And until this day, I feel like that's probably my worst and only. So that's why I remember this one. But yeah. there was a lot of cussing words. And, oh, wow. You know, but... Yeah, it was really... Nobody wants to be... On the receiving end of on that. On the receiving end of something like that. Yeah, no one wants right to hate. Yeah. That's awful. And you know, so you guys know, I know my mom has a really juicy... We have lots of really juicy... We got really some juicy, juicy ones, right? Mine some, was not, but... <laughs> I mean, that was good. But Lashes del Sol, we got like probably a dozen juicy ones. But we'll only tell you one. But actually, I want to tell you really quick on a side note. Nancy here, manager for Belviso, used to work for Lashes del Sol. I did. She was a, um, a manager for... Well, Lash Artist and then manager for Lashes del Sol for our Broadway location for a long time and you know ended on good terms and you know went with Belviso with Marcy here and it's been good like yeah you know like obviously like so it can work out you guys it's great like we're here sitting here chumming it up they're you know sponsoring the VIP speaker dinner for the conference this coming May so it's like really really awesome having to be have that really good connection and having no bad blood when you know a lash art lash artist leaves your uh, your studio, but go ahead and tell them the story of well, yours, Ma. Well, I, I have a lot of stories, but one that is <laughs> that is was shocking. It was um, I hired this girl. I, like I said, I, I hardly do any checking. I see that they do good lashes and they're nice. Yes, come in and start tomorrow. Ta -ta, come in, you know, and I start getting clients. You know, getting her book, and I got one girl, and she told me, "Hey, I am." Um, I just, I just, I was working at Amazing Lash down two blocks down the street, and I didn't want to be there anymore. So I think this is better. Da da da. You pay bigger commission. Okay, great. You know, and then a week later, uh, the owner of Amazing Lashes called me and told me that this girl that I had just hired uh, has been. Um, they're gonna go to court because she stole many things that she was stealing products from Amazing Lashes. She was um, actually um, taking clients in her house from Amazing Lashes and said, be careful, Marisola. And I never talked to the owners of Amazing Lashes. I never, and, and that's one of the reasons why I always try to communicate with the owners of Salon because I'm sure we have stories to tell and we can watch for each other. When he told me that, I said, you know, thank you for telling me. So, and he told me this girl uh, work here, but um, 
uh, you know, all these things about this girl. So I, I went and I asked her that if I wanted to talk to her, and I asked her, can you tell me what happened at Amazing Lashes? And I said, because when I look at, you told me that you work for Amazing Lashes, but Amazing Lashes is Castell. So I didn't know she worked for Amazing Lashes to son. So on the resume, which is true, she did work for Amazing Lashes Castell, and then I guess she came to Tucson and she was working for Amazing Lashes. And, but she, and she, said, she, she never she avoided told me. telling us that she was at she, Amazing Lash Tucson. Yeah. Okay. So. so when I said um, it's Castell, and she said, "No, yes, I did, but I didn't think it was important for me to tell you." But they persecuting me. Da, 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 prosecuting. Like, yes. Yeah. They're, they're like they're go persecuting. They're going after her in court. So and they had to take I her to court. said, I said to her, um, because I as soon as I hire the girls, I get them a key. I get them a key, and they can come to the studio anytime, and they can start doing, you know, they can take clients whenever they want to, on the day off or whatever. We have products. We yeah. Have lots of so stuff. I gave her the key, and I go like, oh, can I have the key, and let me do some research, and I call you. No, so you can we'll come tell them the back. rest of it. She well, said, so I told Lulu, oh, wait man, a minute, me, I mean, Lulu, oh, let me oh, I'm not in Phoenix, so I'm said, like going, what Lulu, is it? <laughs> I'm like got, freaking out. I said, Lulu, I got this girl, and this is her name, can you do some research about her, because I don't know if I should believe her, I just got a call from Amazing Lash. Right. So Lulu, being the, being the computer savvy that she always is, she goes on the computer and then she called me back and she says, Mom, you won't believe what I found. <laughs> no. I was like, she's got some, she's got some crazy stuff on her record for Phoenix location, Scottsdale location. Not even just, it has nothing even to do with uh, lashes or um, Amazing Lash Studios. She had like DUIs and some theft for another location. And then she had some, and then she had something else in the court for Tucson. Like she had some stuff going on in her background. So I was like, no, get rid of her. Get back that key. So when she told her, she's like, honey, I'm going to need your key. And then I need you to come. She's like, oh, well, I left my key at home. And I was like, excuse me? I was like, how do you leave your key at home? It should be on your keychain. Like, you should always have it with you. And she's like, oh, I live like five minutes away. Let me go get it and I'll come back. She left the studio. She didn't come back for like three hours. I was like, what the hell did she do during that time? She could have gotten a copy of the key. I was like, no, mom changed those locks. I was so upset. Anyway, so that's one. Story. So, so yeah, that, so that's did you fire one. her. Yeah. Uh, well, I told her that. <laughs> yeah, pretty and much. And she, she come, she wanted to come. Say, you know what? You lied to me. And tell me this, nothing like this was happening. I have to find out other way. You could, if you would have come to me and told me, this is what's happening with the missing latches. They just, uh, we're gonna go to court. They accusing me or something. But you never. And she's still denying what happened in Phoenix. All the court thing that has been appearing her criminal records and I was like um, you know I don't want to deal with this honey I'm so sorry I know that you do pretty lashes but I don't <laughs> want to deal with this right now mm. I, and she left um, on the way out she was insulting people in the parking lot because she couldn't get out and stuff like that but I was like oh my gosh oh my god because what's happening so, yeah, but so. that's one of the crazy things um, I, I guess like I said if the client is not happy that's when you're not going to see me happy Okay, I have, have girls that have been bad because I had to tell them they need to go because they either show 20 minutes for the client, they either the day of the, of the, uh, of the appointment, they call the client, they reschedule, reschedule, and if the client called me and the client comp complained, that's it, you're done. Mm -hmm. If the client not happen, if you're doing things and I'm not seeing, and if you're not here and ready for your client, and I had a girl that was like that, and I had to tell her, well, 
then she showed the true color. She insulted me. I thought she was going to aggravate me. She left the studio. And like you said, they come, they're so nice. They show you the personality and then they are not. So it's, yeah. it's very dangerous. But at the end, you know, they, they have to learn. They need to live and learn. We live and learn. But yeah. But so uh, that's, that's, that's they, they gain and they get better with experience yes. and as yeah. they grow. Yeah, experience-wise, industry-wise, age-wise, it has a lot to do with it. So oh, yes, you notice sure. that a lot of these problems do come with um, lots of immaturity, you know. Yes. But you can't judge them. I'm not going to sit here and argue with the yeah. 19, 20-year-old, you know. Like, I'm not here to raise you. So exactly. if you only take orders from your mom, then help your right. mom help you. Yeah. Because yeah. And then you will get some turnover. You will get some girls who will be with you, and they would love. they'll love being with you. And they're like the go-getter girls. They're like... I want to learn, I want to get better, I want to like, I want to help you all around the studio. Like they want to learn everything there is to know about lashes and the industry and doing the studio stuff. And eventually it happens. You are going to get some girls who have this drive and this motivation and they're going to want to leave you mm -hmm. because they're going to see the, um, the success, the ability for them to be also a business owner on their own um, and which to have okay. that for themselves. Yeah, which is completely okay. We've had plenty of those types of girls that mm -hmm. come through our, our location. My mom trains them, gets them going, mentors them, and then they, you know, spread their wings and they go off. And it's great. It's awesome. Um, so be prepared for that kind of uh, girl um, in your studio. And then be prepared for having the girls in your studio who just want to do the bare minimum and want to just show up, uh, whatever, do their lashes, their clients, and be done and check out. Yeah, and exactly. never hear from them again. I mean, that's what they come in, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so the, you, you will get uh, different personalities like that, um, which is fine. Obviously, if they do a good job, they're doing their job Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Like, continue it's fine. to grow them. It doesn't really matter what direction path they're going. Exactly. Um, you know, some will stay, some will. And the ones that do will treat, will train the upcoming ones. And yes, exactly. So what's your guys' biggest challenge when it comes to owning a studios? Studio. Studios. Well, for me, the biggest challenge is manage, being the three studios at the same time. I feel that when you own a studio, the girls um, need to see you. So I feel like I'm in Oracle, I want to go to Broadway, I'm going to go to Tawatuki. So it's hard for me to be in all these places at the same time. So that's the only challenge that I wish, I wish I could just... Uh, stop doing lashes, but like I said, my my biggest passion is um, lashes, so I am um, I can stop. So one of these days, I'm going to be able to be all over the place, and the girls are going to be happy. Right now, it's so hard, but so basically, Marisol, you want to split yourself into three. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, so if I will just stop lashing, lashing, I can probably join the studios and be there, just being with the girls, <laughs> right. and, which is what I want. I want, but I would like to have girls that I know that they're going to be taking care of the clients. The reason I take clients, I think, because the phone is ringing. People need to come in, and there's not enough girls. So it's, it's, the demand is crazy. And then, like today, uh, there is... Monday, there is two girls at the studio. Me, one is out, and me is out because I'm here. And the phones are ringing, and I feel like, oh gosh, I, I need to go back. I don't want them to feel like we're here by ourselves. Come yeah. over here, somebody, you know. So, but anyways, um, that's the biggest challenge for me. I mean, I, I only obviously have just a little over two years running a whole payroll of of a business, but. My biggest challenge would be I don't want to be there all day. As a business owner, you want to be there, right? So 
I, I think I take advantage of the fact that I have Nancy. Um, I know she wants me there. But I, I want to say my biggest challenge is how do I step away some more and still keep my energy and my ideas and my vibe continue to get respected? You know, I'm here on customer service, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's great when I'm there. Um, I know it's great when I'm not there, but just being there but not being there is my biggest yeah. complete challenge yeah, because I, I don't I'm not one that lives on my cameras and watching everybody I mm-hmm. trust them um, yeah. but I, I, my biggest challenge right now is how to step away a little bit but how do I have backup for it like I know I have Nancy but yeah. um, that is my challenge and I told all the time as business owners you have to be there you have to be there but I, I don't want to be there all the time yeah, for sure. I've told my mom several I mean, years and years and years. I've told her she needs to stop lashing. She needs to start managing more. Step away. It's okay. It'll be fine. My husband is a huge finance guru. And so he's done analytics and everything for the three studios. And we've proven to her on spreadsheets, on paper, you do not need to be at the studios for them to succeed. Literally, she does not need to do lashes. So we need to switch places. We need. <laughs> but how, <laughs> she, how but can you is, not do lashes when you use other lashes and they come so beautiful? They're so curly. They're so soft, and they can just <laughs> you can just pinch them and they just come right. fun. It's like I need to put this in. Come on, girl, right. sit over here. So I gotta do this. Yeah. So you're a very creative it's, person. I, I, I don't think she'll ever stop lashes. Um, I just love doing lashes. We just she need just to help looks. manage her time because she's she's all over the place. So yeah, and I will say though that I recently have an established front desk staff. They are not lash artists. They are strictly U of A. Well, you know, one of them is a U of A student. So zero interest in the beauty industry. Zero industry, zero passion for the beauty industry, meaning like the service part. She likes it. That's why she works there. Um, then I always have my second one who's a beauty school student oh. who I can transition to. My oh, clients nice. get to know them. They greet them. They're, you know, oh, hi, hi. Oh, my God, you're doing lashes now. So um, the having the two receptionists has been the biggest profit I've ever had. The That's biggest expense with the most profit really? behind okay. it. See, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. So not have <laughs> not being there and having them there is unbelievably amazing. Oh, And they're, sure. you know, they're hourly. And my other girls are commission-based. And it, it really feels like a mini you at the front because they do what you tell them I mean, to yeah, do. You, the way you train them. There's yeah. a system running. And um, I was scared because it's such a big expense. But it, it it brings you the most profit. Okay. That's awesome. I love that advice. And I would love for Lasha Dosso to do that too. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so we're going to kind of wrap this up here a little bit. I, there's so many great questions and uh, about, you know, owning studios and all that stuff. Um, and we already talked about if you're do, still doing service. So what is your biggest advice you could give to other business owners, other studio, you know, lash professionals who want to either step up either and create their first studio or step up and get a second studio? What would be your biggest advice you, you could tell them? Um, well, I would say first, um, do your research about what are the laws in your state on what you need to do, get a license, talk to the Board of Cosmetology, get the salon license, um, get a name, 
get register their name. There is a lot of things that you can be doing, but like I said, in order for you to do this step, make sure that you have a couple, at least a couple of girls or three that are gonna be working with you before you open, because you need to pay to that rent. You need to pay for stuff, you know? Uh, so yeah, if you have the girls, and then if you have the ganas, and then you're gonna be married to your studio. You're not gonna have a studio and say, oh yeah, I'm gonna take my days off, and I'm gonna go on vacation here, and, da, 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 and the studio's gonna close. No, you're gonna be married to that studio. You need to work hard. You have to be the first one to get there at eight o'clock in the morning. You have to be the, f the first, the last one to leave. And then you have to make sure that if somebody hasn't cleaned up the station, you need to clean it. Is If they, something is wrong, you need to take care of it. They call in the middle of the, la the night that, they, you know, there is a cab going around because there is a burglar around. You have to put your pants on and go there. You have to be able to, uh, you know, just be there the whole time. It's like a 24-hour job. It's not like, oh, I'm going to have a studio. Oh, great. Oh, everybody knows that I have a studio. It's freaking work. It's work. So if you're ready for it and you have the guts to do it, go ahead and do it. But if you want to sing, you're going to go party and do this and do that and, and lash everybody in your family and your friends and have no money. Hey, no, this is business. This is business. That's my advice. Yeah, that's really good, actually. I my My advice is... It's, it's not for everyone, but everyone can do it. Um, so everyone can do it, but do you want to do it? Because sometimes it, it looks luxurious. People are like, I want to just be known to do it by myself, and I want my own, and I want my own. And it's like they want this power, but they don't want to do the work for it. Mm -hmm. And so just remember that it's obviously not easy. Everyone would do it if it was. Um, my biggest advice is just know what route you want to take. I was lashing from home. I had my own studio. Mm -hmm. Before I moved to Tucson, I had my own studio in San Diego. But um, the reason why I opened Bellevue Soul Lash Studio was by all means not for power, not for business savvy, not for any of that. I didn't want to work by myself. I am a team person. I want to work with people. I mm -hmm. hire the girls and I say, you don't work for me, you work with me. I'm still behind the chair. Um, yes, there's boundaries, but then, of course, a lot of the rule enforcement comes from management. Um, but I, I want to be part of a team. So that's why I knew I wanted to. Um, but again, I feel like my biggest advice would be just know the route you want to take. And whatever route you take, do it debt free. Yeah. Debt free. Debt free. Debt free. Don't okay. borrow a penny. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't have the money for it, you're not ready. Period. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. That's true. You need to have at least six to 12 months of backup uh, renter's expense. Right. Is my advice for anyone yeah. starting. You want to open up a studio that's $1,000 a month, you need to have, you know, $12,000 12, on your back. That's right. And, and then, you know, what you were saying, um, people come to the studio and they ask the girl who's the owner. And I'm sitting back in the back. I don't want to sit in the front. And actually, my, my chair is the last one, pretty much. And, <laughs> and some people come and say, um, are you the owner? I say, yes, but don't tell anybody. We all own it. I, I want the <laughs> clients to know that we all own the salon. I don't want to be known like the owner of Lasha del Sol because I'm not the only owner. If it wasn't because of the girls, Lasha del Sol wouldn't exist. Yeah. So I, I don't like when people ask who's the owner because I tell the girls, nobody. We all are owners. We have that rule <laughs> at, at the studio. What do they say when someone comes in and says, uh, hi, is the owner here? 
Oh yeah, we always say no, she's not here. Nice. <laughs> even though she's never is, around. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Even at the front. No, <laughs> no, she's not here. That's awesome. I like that. And then that way, there's just less contention with clients and stuff like that. And then that yeah. gives the the lash artist the if it gives her the the feeling of empowerment, like she can handle this, like what she says goes, because obviously it's. You know, it, it, it gives her that ability to say, we're not going to take you as a client. No, I'm not going to give you a refund. Um, sorry that happened to you, but you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. So that's awesome. I love that. Thank you guys so much. Um, guys, this was an awesome conversation. We wish we could keep talking, and we totally could. Um, but uh, I wanted to thank Marcy and Nancy and Marisol for being on the podcast with us today. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. And I also wanted to guys let you guys know that um, the Scottsdale Lash and Brow Conference is happening coming up in May. Uh, May 14th through 16th here in a, in a few weeks, actually seven weeks. And uh, Belviso Lash Studio is uh, sponsoring our VIP t- uh, speaker dinner that night or Saturday night. So we're going to be schmoozing and rubbing shoulders and having this beautiful, beautiful, elegant dinner that they are preparing for us. I mean, we we're just talking about all the preparations for it. And you guys, it is going to be downright spectacular. Yes. It's going to be, be so ready awesome. to party. I know. Yes. So get your ticket now, guys. You go to www.scottsdalelashbrowconference.com. Conference.com um, and follow us on our Instagram page. I will put all the links and everything in the description below. And you guys can follow Nancy and Marcy, and you can follow Lashes also, and Hookah Beauty, and everything else I got there. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you guys have any questions, you can go ahead and DM me at Hookah Beauty Co. H Y G G E Beauty Co. And hope you guys have a great day. Love you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Thank you.